0: Keep leading. Don't hold anything back. When God spoke to Samuel, he told Eli everything. It's interesting how he's a disciple under Eli, and at that moment, he is the prophet to Eli. And he was willing to lead even when it meant saying tough words to someone that he loved. Keep leading. It wasn't easy to do, but he did it. Samuel faced his fears and he spoke. And let me encourage you today, keep leading. Keep listening. Keep leading. Everyone here is a leader. You realize that, don't you? You're a leader. Everybody go like this. I need to know that you hear me. You're a leader. You realize that, don't you? Yes. We're all leading someone. It may be a kids. It may be a team at work. But even beyond that, people are watching you to see how you live, how you react, how you respond. The words you say, the words that you don't say, they're looking to you to lead them in what it looks like to be a Christian. And it's not always the big things. Honestly, some of the most impactful moments in my life has been when I've seen people doing the little things faithfully. There's this scene in a movie that I really like. It's called While You Were Sleeping. I don't know if you've seen it. It's got Sandra Bullock. It's about a dude that was sleeping. He was in a coma, so he wasn't just sleeping. But anyway, he gets out of the coma, and she thinks she's in love with him. And she says, she tells him, You give up your seat on the train every day to someone. And he says, Well, that's nothing heroic. She says, It is to the person who gets the seat. You are leading people every day by the little things you do. Keep leading. Your kind words your generous actions, you could be a hero to someone today just by living faithfully to God. It's it's when you notice someone hurting, and you just say, are you okay? A lot of times they won't even open up, but they appreciate the fact that you noticed and you asked. Keep leading. Sometimes it's getting angry when you're supposed to, and sometimes it's not getting angry when you have the right to. Every day, you've got a chance to show God's love to people all around you. You get to show them what it looks like to know Jesus. You are leading people somewhere. The question is, where are you leading them? Sometimes it means facing your fears and doing things or saying things that are out of your comfort zone. You may have to choose a difficult path. It means sometimes it naturally happens and sometimes you have to say, God, I don't want to do this, but I willingly obey you right now in this moment. Under protest, but I'm going to do it. This is where the growth in Christ happens. And you being obedient in following Jesus and leading others. Can I tell you that there is no growth in the comfort zone? If you are feeling comfortable in your Christian walk, you are probably not growing. I'll also tell you there is there's no, there's no growth in the comfort zone. There's also not a lot of comfort in the growth zone. So be forewarned. I'll tell you, it's worth it. I'll tell you, it's it's like that commercial. It's the hardest job you'll ever love. But it's not always easy. All right, let's finish up. You remember the first one? Keep listening. Second one is keep. Thank you. Third one, I only have two verses that go with it. The, f- the first one is in 1 Samuel 3.19. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And the second one is before this passage began in 1 Samuel 2, verse 26. And it says, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew taller and grew in favor with the Lord and with the people. Sounds a lot like Luke 252, where Jesus increase in wisdom and stature and in favor with God. And man, I almost wonder if Luke was like, I'm going rip, to rip this idea right off from Samuel. It's like, Samuel was obedient, Samuel was leading, Samuel was right there. Samuel grew. He continued to mature in his faith as a person, as a follower of God. So let me tell you, keep listening. Keep leading. Ready for the third one? Keep learning. Keep learning. If you stop learning, you stop growing. Keep learning. It means having conversations with people that are like you to sharpen you. Having conversations with people who are not like you to sharpen you. It means It means that sometimes the things that have the greatest potential for learning are some of the most awkward situations. You would be amazed if you would just walk your neighborhood and get to know your neighbors. There is a lot of growth and learning that can come in your life just by learning who your neighbors are and starting to understand where they're coming from. And starting to ask God and pray earnestly, God, how can I be a tool to help bring them into a deeper walk with you or a saving knowledge of you? There's a lot of learning that can happen if you will just be open to it. Those three things, they go hand in hand. You know that, don't you? As you learn, you become a better listener and a better leader. As you Listen, you become a better learner and you become a better leader. And as you lead, you become a better learner and a better listener. You see how they all kind of... So let me ask you today. In this wonderful time of Easter where we celebrate resurrection of Jesus and resurrection in our lives, as we prepare for the Holy Spirit, as we celebrate the coming of the Spirit at Pentecost, let me ask you this. Are there areas in your life that need growth? Specifically, maybe it's the area of listening, or leading, or learning. Is there an area... That God is saying to you right now as you're listening to him. Yeah, this is something that you could. We could work on this if you'd let me. I'm not saying you're a bad person. Saying maybe some of us. Need to retune our ears a little bit to the voice of God again. Maybe. Some of us need to say, "Okay, God. I've been hearing you, but I haven't been responding. And James tells me that faith without works is, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to start leading. Maybe some of you say, God, I love our prayer time because it's a wonderful monologue between me and you where you get to hear me pontificate gloriously about all the things that I like and love and the people that I don't like. But I don't really listen that much. I don't ask you things like, what do you want from me today, God? Who, who are you going to bring across my path that I can minister to? And if I do ask that, I don't sit long enough and listen long enough to hear anything. Maybe you just need a little more learning. Whether it's through a Bible study or scripture reading or getting together with other people is there an area of your life as we move from celebration of easter to celebration of pentecost maybe it's like god this is awesome you're giving me a chance to become even more like you which is what i want because we are all people of transformation because that's the only way we can give hope for all right is there an area of your life that you need to grow Truth is, we all need to be doing all three. We all need to be growing in all three areas, right? I mean, it's not really a like choose your own adventure. Yeah, I think I want to learn to be a better leader, but I don't really care about listening. Well, that's not going to work. Because remember, they all go hand in hand. So maybe it's more about, God, I'm ready to learn to lead and to listen. Because that's what we're going to need if we're going to be able to to receive A God-sized vision for our church and for our lives and for this community. My fear is that we tell God the vision that we have for our lives. And we never ask God what God's vision is for the community and the people in Port Orange. And our life, while important, is just a dot in this mosaic of what God is wanting to do with God's story. Maybe when you say, well, yeah, the learning, the listening, and the leading, yeah, but I just, God, I just need you to increase my mind, increase the the bandwidth of what is possible for a God who can do all things. I love how Ephesians 3 puts it. Now, all glory to God who is able through the mighty power at work within us, Whoa. It's not God from a distance is able to impact the world somehow. No, it's God through the power of the Holy Spirit that is in you and me is able to have impact here and do immeasurably more than we could ever think or imagine. Glory to him in the church and in Jesus Christ through all generations forever and ever. Maybe today your prayer is simply, God, increase my faith. I think you can do big things, but the big things I'm thinking of are, they're not even on your radar because they're so piddly. You have God sized dreams for humanity, and we're stuck in our little zone of, I wish I had a 40 cent raise. Man, that'd be a miracle. God sized dreams. This is the time, one vision, the vision of God. What does God have for humanity? Hope for all. What's God's vision for us as people, as individuals, as a community, as a city? Let's start praying about that. Let's start listening for God to tell us about that. Let's start learning about what that would mean. Let's start leading people to the Jesus who is able to do immeasurably, abundantly, more than we could ever think or imagine. To him be glory in the church through Jesus Christ now and forever. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, we praise your name. Give us courage to dream kingdom-sized dreams. We're tired of our personalized wimpy dreams. God, we want kingdom-sized dreams. Teach us to trust you more. Teach us to be willing to step out and do things that we never could have imagined because you have something greater than we ever could have imagined. Jesus, may we learn to listen. May we listen as we learn. May we lead by example, by word, by thought, by deed. We pray this. Holy Spirit, through your power, through the shed blood of Jesus, to a holy God. Amen.
1: burial, and so we we come to the time of service where we um, celebrate and remember that. And so we have the elements prepared, have the bread, somebody tricked me and put two napkins, have the bread prepared. The cup is also prepared for us so that we can remember that when Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he lifted it up, and he said, This is my body, which will be broken for you. You will take and eat and remember. And similarly, he took the cup, and he lifted it up, and he said, This is my blood, which will be shed for you. Every time you drink, remember and so this is a time of our service when we remember and we participate in the death and burial of Christ. But we also do it with a mind and celebration of the resurrection and the Christ that is living with us today. So let's pray. God, be present with us in these elements. May you transform them from being bread and juice into the very presence of Christ in our lives, and then let us go out into the community as your presence. God, we thank you for the sacrifice and for the resurrection. It's in Jesus' name we pray, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as you come, and everyone is welcome, make your way over here to the center aisle, and then either way you want to go to get back to your seat will be fine. But the table is set. We're ready. Let us celebrate Jesus.
2: Verdad
0: That's what we want, right? Will you stand with me? Jesus, we don't want anything else. We've had enough of the rest. And they always leave us hungry always leave us dissatisfied. Give us more of you. Give us ears to listen and minds to learn and spirits that will follow you into leadership that the world needs to see so that we can become Part of that 4% that is leading in discipleship and evangelism and telling people about you and sharing their faith and living lives of hope in their communities. God, that's what we want. We've got to do better. And we thank you that through your Spirit we can do better. And so we give you ourselves once again today. Amen. Well, sing with me our benediction. We sing hallelujah. Let your kingdom come in our hearts, in our homes. Let your will be done as we go in your name. We shout and we proclaim. Let your will be done in us. Have a great week.